0: So let's talk about the the gut brain axis. So your gut brain axis um, are well, it's a the bidirectional communication highway that between your your gut and your brain that occurs through uh, neural, inflammatory, and hormonal signaling pathways. So you have got your communities of bacteria and fungi that live in your gut and they directly and indirectly impact your brain and your emotions. It's something that we've known now for, for a long time, and there is a lot of evidence uh, for the existence of this gut axis, as well as the ability to influence it in a positive or negative way. So when you look at the, um, the gut in depression, you, you see clear changes to the gut microbiota uh, in terms of Uh, their population and how different they look in in specifically major depressive disorders. Um, And that adversely affects many of the dimensions of the gut-brain axis, including hyperactivation or something called the HPA axis, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. That is the connection between the hypothalamus and pituitary, which are um, uh, parts of, of the brain, and how uh, that influences your adrenal glands, which is primarily where you get the release of things like um, uh, adrenaline or adrenaline, um, and also you get disruption of your neural circuits and your neurotransmitter levels as well. So neurotransmitters, things like dopamine, serotonin, um, all the things that we label as happy hormones. You know, it's it's kind of a um, yes, they are involved in the in the pleasure responses, but they they have. A lot more of a role in terms of signaling as well and things that we don't fully understand and you also uh, again going back to the gut microbiota and the changes you get excess production of pro-inflammatory cytokines in the immune system um we've talked on a previous podcast um with uh, both professor felice jacker um andrew ramsey the psychiatrist from uh, uh from new york uh, and indiana um about the impact of inflammation systemic inflammation on the brain and the likelihood of uh, of psychiatric issues. So when I say systemic inflammation, I'm talking about inflammation at a cellular level that exists around the body, and that can be perpetuated by things like um, a, a leaky gut, also known as intestinal hyperpermeability, um, but also uh, things like uh, rheumatoid arthritis, um, uh, injury, uh chronic uh, autoimmune conditions um, with inflammation at its core um, these can all disrupt the intestinal barrier but they can also uh, directly impact your the the um, the brain as well that can lead to depression um, we also know about the existence of the gut brain axis through established connections so um 40 to 60 percent, I'm reading from the paper now, 40 to 60 percent of anxious and depressed individuals report having an intestinal functional disturbance. So something like uh, irritable bowel syndrome. We've always known that there is a correlation, but there is evidence to suggest causality here as well. Um, The reason why we know that is because um, there are uh, studies, although looking at animals in this case, where we transfer um, the poop from a human with depression. I know it sounds a bit icky, um, but it's called a, a fecal gut microbiota transplant um, or fecal microbial transplant. We transfer that into a rodent, and that's been shown to induce a depression-like state in the animal itself. So so there is the link between the potential causality of the microbes having this impact on the brain, although yes, it's in rodents, but it's you know it's something you probably can't, you wouldn't be able to do, not can't, you wouldn't be able to get through that. Pass. I mean, can you imagine a, a, an experiment where you put uh, a depressed patient's poop into a euthymic, otherwise known as a, a, a level um, uh, level emotional state? someone who doesn't suffer depression and, and give them the poop and then you know it just wouldn't it wouldn't happen so that's why you know rodent studies are quite important in that respect